Money FM 89.3, the best of the breakfast huddle. The Breakfast Brief on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. I'm Rachel Kelly with Ryan Huang. Time now to discuss the top market moving headlines that investors will be paying attention to in the day ahead. Well, this week as well, this has been the top story for us. Ryan, we've been discussing the situation in China when it comes to the protests that we saw there over the weekend and the situation when it comes to manufacturing. Mm, and this has been what's been driving the market sentiment in recent days. All around the lockdowns, up and down. Mm-hmm. And here you've got the Chinese city of Zhengzhou in focus because it's been dubbed iPhone City, where, of course, Apple has a huge facility there. So this is after days of unrest. And eventually that faded. And the latest is the Chinese city of Zhengzhou mm. shuttering hundreds of buildings and apartment blocks after lifting broader lockdown measures. So in effect, you have the Chinese city trying to be more targeted. So they have lifted measures broadly, okay. but some buildings are being shuttered. So they are trying to figure out which areas are more vulnerable, which spots are going to be the hot spots, and just doing a bit of a targeted lockdown right now instead of a broad blanket lockdown. So shuttering buildings, what about mobility controls? Yeah, so that has also been lifted. So Mm. some people refer to the mobility controls as a lockdown and this is now being replaced with what they call normal COVID combating measures. So in effect, also more targeted. So they'll be doing away with those mandatory COVID tests Mm -hmm. that you might have read about. So those will be done away and only those in high-risk areas will be focused on more closely and Beijing is also urging local authorities across all the various cities to stick to their 20-point playbook for virus control. This was issued about two weeks Mm -hmm. ago after the Politburo Standing Committee meeting and this advises against broader lockdowns, excessive mass testing and so on. But I think the tricky thing here is that this is very hard to execute on the ground, right, when it comes to what reactions you might get, how much resources you have. So when you have all these guidances from higher management, you sometimes have a tough time trying to execute it. And you know, all eyes are really on China when it comes to easing their COVID-19 policy and their zero COVID policy because the impact that that's going to have on their GDP growth in the year ahead. Just taking a look at the front page of the Business Times, we spoke about this headline earlier, China's GDP growth to pick up in 2023, but the pace really hinges on reopening. This article by Angela Tan, she says, you know, China has had a very challenging year, but market watchers expect the country's gross domestic product growth could accelerate to as much as 5% next year. But this year, it's on track for 3% growth, which is significantly lower than its growth target of around 5.5%. And I believe the IMF may have also trimmed its forecast for China's economic growth as well. Yeah, so if what's been playing out in the past week, even China might be reconsidering its growth projections. Mm -hmm. So IMF has come to say it may have to trim its forecasts for China's outlook. And bear in mind, it has already cut it multiple times this year and is now 
seeing the Chinese GDP numbers expanding this year, 3.2%, and next year, 4.4%. So those numbers could be lower in the coming days if they do cut those forecasts. And it's all around the frustration around the COVID-19 zero policy that has been spilling over into the streets. And you've got also many manufacturers seeing disruptions Mm -hmm. in their supply chains. And of course, the property sector still quite in the tough conditions they have not been able to get out of. So we have seen property developers defaulting on a record amount of dollar bonds this year. And you have, of course, the recent rollout of the property sector rescue package. That will take some time to trickle down. Of course, the big question mark is around consumer confidence. Mm. Are Chinese consumers spending? So that is the big catalyst that the economy needs for things to really get things around. Okay, but there is a bit of good news in terms of tackling and managing the virus. We've seen China's health authority say that they're going to ramp up vaccinating the elderly against COVID-19. Yeah, so this is around how people over the age of 80 will be more targeted in terms of outreach. So Mm. the elderly population will be more encouraged to go for vaccinations. And right now you have 65.8% of the age category having received booster shots. So that's up from 40% earlier this month. So that's a pretty good number. It is still below those of the US and of course back here in Singapore when it comes to that part of the population being vaccinated. But it is, I think, a significant a milestone because there has been some criticism in the earlier part of the year and last year as well where some of the critics have said China has not been focusing on vaccinations even though it's trying to push a COVID zero strategy. That part of the equation has been lacking, especially among the elderly. And right now, only China-made vaccines are locally available so you don't get Moderna and Pfizer and so on. So that part of the approach according to critics, has been lacking. So now with this being stepped up, it is encouraging and also something that um, those hoping for a reopening can cheer because it means perhaps a more resilient population when it comes to COVID-19. Okay, we'll keep an eye out on the situation there. Of course, China's manufacturing PMI coming out in just a few hours as well. We'll have the latest updates for you here on Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.